Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. If you're a creator, athlete, or entrepreneur, luck can only get you so far. Having the right skill sets are critical in your success. All Skill No Luck makes handcrafted, custom-designed flannel wear. Made in the United States and based here right in Oceanside, California. They pride themselves on quality, creativity, and attitude. The perfect brand for the Creative Brew. Use promo code CREATIVEBREW10 and get 10% off and free shipping within the United States. You can check them out at allskillnoluck.com. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading, and if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries and in areas of need in the United States. You can use promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order, and you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading. Or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com, and let's start extracting hope together. And this show is brought to you by Tennessee Grappling Apparel, based out of the Knoxville area. Lifestyle wear for the modern wrestler or grappler. Use the promo code CB10 on your next purchase at TennesseeGrapplingApparel.com. Welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Uh, today, we have a special guest today, Tony Washington. He is a, an acclaimed uh, concept artist, illustrator, designer uh, with more than 25 years of work um, in, the, in the creative career, uh, in the creative uh, arena. Um, you know, just some of, I know personally, I, like I said, I actually uh, discovered this man. Um, we, I went to the PowerCon out here and uh, got an autographed uh, poster from from tony washington and uh so like i said i was a big fan i'm already been a big, big fan of he-man but uh to see the, the artwork that he was putting out was uh was amazing so um had the opportunity to go up there get a signed poster uh which i do still have uh from from the uh from the man himself and uh but yeah he's gonna talk about his journey all the stuff that he's got going on he's got like i said amazing artwork um so we can uh you know sort of dive into uh you know just the just creative entrepreneurship, you know, the, the pros and cons, um, and then everything else he's got going on. So, um, without further ado, I'll let Tony, um, share his story. Uh, I definitely appreciate it. Thank you again for, for having me on. It's definitely, again, it's, it's an awesome opportunity to be here uh, with you and all, all of your, all your listeners and viewers. Um, yeah, I, again, my name is Tony Washington. Uh, I've been in the industry for almost, it's coming up on 30 pretty soon. So <laughs> like I've been in this, in this thing for a minute. Um, you know, I got I got hired at the age of 18. Uh, I was uh, hired at San Diego Comic-Con um, by a company called Image Comics, uh, their Wildstorm division, which was ran, ran by a uh, legendary artist and huge, huge fan forever of uh, Jim Lee. Uh, I was with them and his group in here in La Jolla, out here in San Diego. Uh, I was with them for about three years. Uh, I, I had always wanted to get into comics right around the age, around 15, 16 years old. I uh, saw a book called Spawn, and that kind of changed everything for me. Um, I've always was a fan of uh, Tom McFarlane, but to see what he did uh, with Spawn, that uh, that kind of changed the game for me. And, and seeing how the production of comics had just leveled up, it's like the whole 
coloring was incredible. It wasn't just like an ink wash anymore. It's all digital now. And it just looked it, un unreal. Everything that I'd seen at the time, it never looked like that. So uh, anything coming out of Marvel in, in DC at the time was just getting, um, uh, you know, um, the handle to <laughs> wanted to figure out what those guys were doing. And um, so I made an admission uh, to figure out because I couldn't afford Photoshop or any of that crazy stuff that those guys were using. So I was trying to figure out what I could do on some DigiPaint. Uh, so I was getting down on my 16 colors at, at 15, 16 years old on my old PC and trying to figure it out. Um, so I would go to Comic-Con every year since I was 15, take my uh, portfolio and I would show, you know, everything that I had um, to these studios. And at the time at Comic-Con, you just walk up in there and just show up and, you know, stand in line really quick and, and, and get in. But, you know, there was none of this crazy stuff where you got to uh, you know, get a get a pass 18 years in advance and, and hope you get it. <laughs> so, uh, so it's a lot more difficult to get to the show. But at the time, I was able to walk in um, and at 15, go to Marvel in DC with a portfolio. Didn't get in, it was okay. You know, I just wanted to keep uh, being persistent. And at seven, 16, I did it again. 17, did it again. Uh, and at 18, I was on my way to uh, CalArts. Um, I was, uh, I'd gotten um, a grant scholarship up there to go to CalArts in Valencia, California. Uh, that was where I was going to end up going because I was, you know, thinking about either the animation or comic books. And then CalArts was huge on uh, Disney. So a lot of the art animators out of Disney came from CalArts at the time. So I was like, well, I got to go to CalArts. <laughs> I got to figure this out. Uh, submitted uh, my portfolio and looked out and got a scholarship up to there. Um, and I uh, was up there for summer arts. Uh, my, my summer session um, right out of high school and um, I, I was there. I was like, you know what? I really, I really want to try comics one more time while I'm up here. So I, I did a Spawn comic book. It was only, it wasn't a full book. It was like four pages and a cover. Uh, and I did it all in color pencil and ink pen. And it was all traditional media. So I was like, I can't, I don't have access to digital stuff. So I need to, I need to figure this out. So um, I went down, uh, took a train ride down to San Diego Comic-Con. And uh, at the time I was working, right before I went to college, I was working at a comic book store. So I told the guys, hey, can I come in with you guys? And, you know, and I'll help work, work the booth. And, and then I'll walk, walk off to, to do my portfolio review. Um, and so I ended up, you know, getting in early so I could get ahead of the lines. So I was one of the first two people, I think, to get my portfolio reviewed. And I just went wow. to Image because I was like, I need, I need to go image is where I want to go so I'm gonna figure it out I've, I've gone every year and I keep showing these guys that I'm hungry at this stuff so hopefully they can recognize that uh, and and thank goodness they did um they they saw my work and they're like hey are you interested in in working for for us at the time it would have been top cow which was Mark Silvestri's division um and then they realized I was in San Diego so they asked well would I be interested in taking a job at Wildstorm since I'm in San Diego instead I'm like well I I want a job so <laughs> see, yes I'll do I'll do it. Uh, so uh, yeah, the the uh, they reached out and Jim's team reached out to me, and then like I don't know, but like three months after that, I had a I had a job. I was I was a colorist uh, for Wildstorm, and uh, you know at the time I was minimum wage. I was like a, a, not to date date too much, but it was like five fifteen an hour. It was minimum wage at the time, so I was just like, oh yeah, I got five fifteen hours. <laughs> So that what you know. Fast forward, you know, three decades, and that ain't. You, there's no way to survive in San Diego for five dollars an hour. Um, but um, so yeah, I worked there. Uh, I learned Photoshop. Um, I was coloring with the mouse at the time, so I didn't have 
any experience with tablets. So I was like, oh, well, I got to figure out something. So uh, I worked uh, every, I worked pretty much 16, 17 hours a day. I was there for my eight hour shift. And then I would stay longer to practice Photoshop because I wanted to get proficient and better and better at it. Um, so I would stay, do my shift and do another shift just to keep practicing. And then I would go home, take a quick a nap, then home back to work, um, you know, for, cause I was working on graveyards. So I was like, all right, well, I, I gotta, you know, I'm 18 years old and these dudes are seasoned. So I gotta make sure I'm, I'm, I'm on par with what these guys are doing. I'm surrounded by, you know, living legends at this studio. So I'm this young kid out of high school, uh, trying to ma make a name for, for himself. So I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta represent and so I show these guys that I'm, I, I'm serious. So I did that for about four months, working about 16, 17 hours a day, um, getting better and better at it. And um, they moved me over to uh, some of the premier books within about four months. Um, so I, I was on a lot of the bigger books at Wildstorm. So I, I, I jumped into, I believe the first one they had me on was DEFCON, DEFCON 4. Uh, Matt Broom, I hope I got had the, the title right. <laughs> uh, uh, with uh, artist Matt Broom, and then I moved over to a lot of the stuff that um, uh, J. Scott Campbell, Will Spartacio, and Jim are doing. I was coloring on their stuff, and then um, then I started working with, um, dedicated a lot of time to working with um, uh, awesome writer and and uh, mentor of mine, Sean Ruffner, um, and Ryan Benjamin on like Phantom Guard and and other uh, various books with some uh, some good friends, Joel Benjamin and. Alex Carbonero and, and, you know, all of us worked on that. And then, um, then, yeah, just started, I got, after about three years of that, almost, I left uh, Wildstorm to go completely freelance. Uh, I was ready to get uh, even more knowledge and get better at what I do as an artist. And um, so I, I wanted to get into video games and movies. So, you know, I was just like, at the time at 16, my, my headspace is all, I got to do comics. That's the pinnacle of what art is. And that's all I want to do. And then I got in. I'm like, oh man, there might be more to do. <laughs> so let me figure this out. Uh, so I was like, uh, I need to continue to branch and learn and get better at this stuff. So I ended up going completely freelance at around 21, 22, um, and went freelance working for a little bit of everybody. So, uh, and that's pretty much where I've been at this point. So I've been beyond lucky and, and uh, honored to be work to work with um, you know, Blizzard on World of Warcraft. Sony on a multiple things for them, especially a lot of their, I uh, was working for their uh, visual arts and services group where we do um, art for uh, all the studios at the time. So I was working with Studio Japan when they were still around and Studio Santa Monica, uh, of course, Studio San Diego. So I would design the stuff people would see at E3. So all those big old, uh, big posters you see on the screen during their conferences, that's the stuff I was designing. Um, you know, so I got to work on some ridiculous titles and, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to name drop too much but <laughs> uh but i mean yeah it was it was crazy to to be you know watching uh you know some kid in in, in uh working at in literally in a navy housing closet because that's where my dad my dad is was military uh so i needed a little office so i could kind of you know pretend i was professional and and i wanted to work and it's like yeah they all have offices so i need an office and my pops is like, well they're the closet so <laughs> It, 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 no, it, it wasn't that bad. Uh, but, uh, but no, he converted. We converted our little um, closet in, into like a game room and office, so I was able to play my PC games with my brother and sister. And and I was playing Doom on a, I don't even know what the, I think it was like an Acer 486 DX or something like that. But it was super, yeah. I mean, my phone is better than that machine, but. <laughs> 
but you know, I, I got to, I got to, you know, pretend I was professional at a young age, but you know, I always had big dreams of being professional and doing this stuff for a living. And, and it luck, I was very lucky uh, that the work paid off and, you know, I've been able to um, work on so many incredible things. I mean, my first feature film was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, back in 2006. Um, I was lead colorist for that film and um, I was one of the concept artists and viz dev artists on that movie. And I worked on that thing for two years. So it was, it was crazy to, to drive to LA three times a week um, for two years and, and work on a feature film. I, I mean, I, it was a lot, it was exhausting as heck, but I, I never gained so much knowledge in, in my life uh, to be around some elite, uh, elite team of people. And then working with the crew in, in Hong Kong, there's like 300 artists overseas with our 20 here in, in the States, uh, all jamming out together for two years. It was, it was a lot, um, but, uh, <laughs> but I'll never forget that experience, you know, and, and to be able to be a part of that and, and to move into other feature films behind that and more comic books. I don't do as many books as I, uh, as I used to. I mean, I was used to doing two books a month on average, uh, which is tons of work. It was like 44 pages a month in 30 days. So, you know, I was used to not sleeping uh, and my, my, my wife uh, can attest to that one. Uh, thank you for your patience, wife. I love you. Uh, but, uh, you know, so it was, uh, I've, I've slowed down the crazy amount of hours. So, you know, now I'm actually getting rest at each night, but yeah, you know, I'm still working, you know, to, if I can, 15, 16 hours a day, if I can at a time, if, I, if I'm able to, uh, but I, and it's an everyday thing, you know, I, I love doing it. So I don't consider it work. So you know, I work seven days a week and this is what I do for a living. So, um, you know, not very many people could say that. I never take that for granted, um, you know, because I know how hard it was to get in the industry in the first place. So, um, you know, so I definitely reflect on all that. And, you know, again, coming up on 30 years, I'll be yeah, four, you know, 48 years old uh, in, in next next year. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, coming up on 50 almost. And I'm like, holy cow, this life is moving. But uh uh, you know, I, I've loved every part of it and I've been able to to, to share uh, what I do with, you know, so many people around the world, thank goodness, and, um, you know, doing doing uh, streams for, you know, various, you know, various companies like Wacom and Adobe and um, Clip Studio. I mean, I've been able to, very fortunate that they've asked me to, to do stuff to be able to share technique and, um, you know, help people of all ages, you know, to, to add things, add tools to their workflow that maybe they didn't think about or or maybe, uh, they just wanted to see how I do it uh, in general. Um, and, and you know, so it's a, a, a massive opportunity and honor to be part of all of that. Um, you know, getting to my first time, I actually uh, went to uh, Alabama, Birmingham, Al Alabama for the first time in my life, um, just last year to teach, uh, teach inner city kids uh, digital art and how to create comic book characters and uh, that was that was such a, an awesome time to see all their all, all their eyes light up and uh, you know, get down and do their own characters and stories. And, uh, you know, it was super cool to watch them do their own thing. And because and unfortunately, the, the the access to this kind of stuff is just not everywhere. And, uh, you know, I want, you know, it's important for me to go out there to show them that it is possible to do this stuff. Um, and they're at the you know, perfect age being, in, you know, teenagers to be able to do this stuff for, for a living too. So, um, you know, there's people far younger than me that are making a career at this already, of course. And, you know, people, of course, older than me as well doing it. But, um, you know, for those who don't think it's even possible, uh, you know, it's important for me to show that it is, and you don't need the best tools in the world to be able to do what I do. Um, you know, I, I, yes, I have a, a couple of very 
rocket, you know, station propelled <laughs> type machines. There, there, there's some horsepower on the stuff that I use. But it, at the end of the day, I've, I've, I've shown what you can do, which is paint, paper and a pencil. Um, I try, you know, so if you don't have access to digital art, there is still traditionals always there mm-hmm. um, to be able to do this stuff. So, um, you know, I, 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 my foundation was digital art and, and that's how I mean, foundation was traditional art again, because I had no access to digital uh, as a teen. So, or not, nothing real good stuff like Photoshop. And, and that was the main thing. Cause I, I started on Photoshop three. Uh, <laughs> that was the first one I used. So, uh, of course I'm on the creative cloud and, and thank you to Adobe uh, for, for all, all, all their support for having this stuff. And, um, you know, so I definitely, it's a huge uh, honor to be a part of their experts program. Um, yeah, that, that just, I just was able to announce that, uh, last week about that, but, uh, so yeah, I'll definitely be doing a lot more with them on like streaming and and getting a lot of work workflow tutorial type stuff out. Um, starting about hopefully about a week, the first video will be out. But um, there's tons of stuff on my YouTube. You know, so if anyone's interested in seeing that, um, I'll definitely share information towards the end on that. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it you know, in addition to like art, I do music too. So I'm always you know I'm moonlighting in both areas. I mean, I had. I was both trying to figure out which one am I going to do for a living. So I was like, well, one's got to pay the bills. <laughs> I went with, uh, went with um, art. Uh, I had a, a scholarship to to to, uh, to a music uh, school in Boston and then um, Cal Arts in Valencia. So I had to figure out which one I wanted to go with. Um, I was super lucky to even have an opportunity for one, but to get yeah. both pop up. Um, I was like, holy cow. Uh, so, I, you know, talking with my mom and dad, they were like, you know, what, what is it that, that, you know, brings you happiness, you, you know, the most? And I'm like, well, uh, it's gotta be art. Cause that's, I've been doing it longer. Uh, so, you know, I'll go with that. And, and, you know, so I ended up turning down uh, Berkeley college of uh, music. And then I went to, uh, you know, Cal arts and that was what started everything. So, um, you know, so it's, been a crazy almost 30 years doing this stuff but um you know i i you know it still feels like i started yesterday <laughs> but you know blink and i'm you know almost 50 so it's just like i can't believe how far it's gone and you know to be you know fortunate enough to you know to meet an individual like yourself who who we connected over stuff that we, you know that we love in comics and games and and cartoons and you know uh you know Meta PowerCon, you know, like we both know, and and because you know, I worked on that stuff for a minute, doing a lot of the comic books for uh, MV Creations, and uh, you know, shout out to Val and Leanne and Matt and, and John Boy, of course. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, they brought me on to do those those uh, Masters of the Universe books, and I colored a lot of those, and then moved over to Dragon's Lair and and a few other bu- books for them, and you know, so that's that's that was like along that area, th- doing those and the Warcraft books. That was like the the height of what I was doing in comics was just going to town on like every book I could get my hands on because it was so much fun to 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 work with small teams and um you know then I did some creator own stuff with uh, good friends uh, Dave Wilkins and Kevin Rowe on a book called El Zombo and um that was a lot of fun and and that's literally what led me into Turtles was Kevin um writing on um El Zombo with with Dave and, and he asked me for you know to work on on Turtles and that I I was floored. I I didn't know what to. I was you know my wife will, will remember it. I bust up. I I can't backflip, but I, I did the best impersonation of one uh, <laughs> in our apartment. Uh, so it was it was I couldn't believe it. You know, I, and and to work on that that you know 
it, it was just and all this stuff was like crazy dreams coming true to be able to be a part of all these crazy huge projects and um you know and so yeah i've been it's been unreal to be doing this for so long and and um still being able to do it as you know for a career uh you know yeah every year is is challenging you know of course with the pandemic it was even crazier for everybody um including myself so have had to figure out a new way to to, to continue to make it sustainable so um yeah definitely was you know reached doing new things and created a whole print website to start you know offsetting any work that i that i could potentially lose so um thankfully that's that's been great um you know and then of course with the the, the introduction of artificial intelligence and, and art it's a it's a it's a it's a very interesting time for all creatives um you know because it's not just art being affected so um there's a lot of you know a lot of friends of mine who are not a fan of it um and, and understandable i i get it i mean it's it's weird to see people sampling your art and then using it to create their own pieces so that's a little unsettling um you know but i i i, I am i for me i think it's important to embrace what's going to happen with technology because it's not going anywhere um so I, I i personally don't mind it i i you know some of my even my clients that i work with they use ai when sending me their ideas for what they want to do for their next their next work you know so they'll ask you know we'll go back and forth in a dialogue and they'll type up a prompt with something that they like and they send it to me and then i'll just design based off of their ai prompt um so it's it's weird but it's it's definitely a whole new way of of communicating and 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 and, and all honesty, it's a good. It's a lot faster for me because I can see exactly what they have in mind. Um, yeah. When a lot of these producers can't even, you know, they under, don't have the art side and the creative side, so they come to me for that. But at least they're able to convey some general visual representation from off their off their heads. So it helps um, for me. So you know, there it, it, it's it's a it's a little weird right now, and and the whole the whole space of creativity and it comes with everything: writing, you know, making scripts. I've watched people do scripts in four minutes. Uh, just typing in prompts in chat GPT. I'm like, oh boy. So, um, you know, so I'm like, yeah, this is going to get interesting really quickly. So, um, you know, but I think it's important to embrace what's going to happen because this AI stuff is not going to disappear. It's not happening. So, um, you know, so I have to, you know, it's going to have to be part of what I do uh, with my workflow, working, working with, with, uh, um, you know, studios going forward. And, and it's, it's already happening already in the industry where there's studios that literally have prompt writers. Um, on staff now, uh, and oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, okay, this is uh, here we go. So um, I have, you know, so I, I was like, I need to prepare for anything that could happen within that landscape because it it will it will change you know, how many people are hired for these companies. Which is, I get it, you know, this is it's business, so I need to make sure that I'm handling what I do on my end as well, so I can still make myself available if they do <laughs> use word prompts to help me get inspired. I'm all game for it, you know, I, I, you know, but in addition, I need to make sure I'm doing my own stuff. So, um, you know, I've been working on my own music, my own art, my own stuff, my own projects outside of what I do, um, you know, for studios and, uh, and for, um, you know, any kind of uh, freelance stuff I do for, for, for individuals. Um, but it's, you know, it's important to have that backup for yourself um, to be able to, you know, you want to have uh, something that you can rest on just in case something happens. And that's one thing I've definitely learned over 30 years. There's so many ups and downs within art and creativity, and uh, you know, being being uh, knowledgeable of what happens within the field is super important to be able to know how to pivot um, and to new into new areas. Because you know, comic books were 
you know, on that trage trajectory to go huge and huge and huge. And then it bottomed out. And I was just like, well, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to feel outside this bottom out. So, you know, that's why I started to make my move into video games and to feature films because, you know, they're all these, there's, they all require art. Yeah. So I, I need to make sure that I can provide that art for those, all those different fields. So um, not just comics and resting everything in just comics, you know, I love them. Um, and it's the coolest, the coolest thing to be a part of a very small team uh, versus gaming and films where it's hundreds, if not thousands of people who are working on uh, these giant projects. Um, so it's, um, it's great to be a part of, um, you know, all size teams, you know, and, and to work uh, side by side with some incredibly talented individuals. Uh, and to learn from them as well. Um, again, I, I always want to get better at this stuff. So, you know, I, I'm not a fan of complacency. So, um, you know, one thing I've always shared uh, with everyone is one, have fun, but two, never, never rest, you know, always, always want to learn more and get better at what you do in your craft, uh, you know, because there's always someone just as hungry, if not potentially hungrier than you uh, to get into this field. So, you know, there is pressure, but at the end of the day, if you're having fun doing it and, and, and able to make it sustainable, you know, it's 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 such a great um, position to be in to be able to to do what you love all day. So, um, you know, that's definitely, I would say, a, a nutshell of, of of my of my career so far. But, uh, <laughs> but so, definitely, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to share it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so it, it seems like obviously you've went the whole um, spectrum as far as even with your journey and you still and, and still learning and getting into new um trade of uh, avenues even now um yeah. and, and like i said uh, and i know we could probably jump into some other things um in the in the episode but mm -hmm. with the i think one of the things you actually talked about was this um uh, just really having that persistence um and that's yeah. something that you know I know for older sort of seasoned creatives, um, you know, they had that that sort of resiliency, persistence to sort of go out there, put out the work, you know, reach out to, you know, potential clients. Um, for you know, for whatever reason, like I said, it could it, uh, definitely can be other factors. I mean, obviously, social media, you know, just technology is just easier, sometimes easier access. Um, do you feel like that that persistence is, is sort of dwindling with uh, you know younger creators and maybe you know, aspiring creators now, do you feel like that, like getting out there and, you know, being willing to, to connect, you know, person to person, do you feel like that's, that's going? It, it's definitely different. I, I do think with the, with social media, as you, you and I both know, we didn't have the internet back in the day. So we had, we were put in the position, our, our connection was to go meet people. Um, you know, so I do think with social media, it has changed what we do to get work. And especially with like the younger audiences, they, they, They'll just put their stuff on Instagram or 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 you know whatever social media platform they want to use, and then they'll send that link to a to a prospective employer. Um, I I do think that it's good to do that, but I think it's even more important to make a connection in person um, it, when you're able to. I mean, of course, if you if I'm, I'm applying a job for someone overseas, it's kind of hard to go out there and go hang out with people, <laughs> but. Uh, but you know, if you're able to go to a convention and meet with cre creatives, especially if you're if uh, you know if you're uh, interested in getting into the field of comics or or entertainment or any of that kind of stuff, if you're able to go take your portfolio and meet face to face with these producers and editors, um, and or just artists in general, because there's artists who do hire um, for for help at these shows, um, 
I think it's, a, I, I do see a shift in that where it's primarily where I've, I've watched people just do it to, to, through social media, um, which again, I don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong, but I do think it's important to make, uh, also make an effort to get to these conventions if you're able to, um, because it's so much more impactful when you're able to have a face-to-face and uh, share, share a lot more, even more connection than you can say, hey, I emailed you as such and such. You know, here's my work, you know, in, in addition, here's some more work, you know, it, it shows um, that persistence, you know, I, there is a difference between uh, pestering somebody and having being persistent, you know, you don't want to, uh, you don't want to pester somebody, uh, you know, over and over again and bashing them with portfolios every other day, you know, you want to give it some time, but I do think it's important that you stay persistent if it's like if it's an employer you want to work with, like a, like a Riot Games or whoever it may be, um, it's important to be able to share what you do, um, you know, on maybe on a monthly or every other month and then have updates in your portfolio that way. It's the same same kind of, um, you know, foundation that I would do it with a convention where I would take new art every single time I go. Um, and it's, I think it's important to kind of do that if you're trying to be, you know, get employed. So if you're only using social media, I think it's good to be persistent in that way. But if, again, if you're able to go meet face-to-face, that's seriously the most impactful because you can really make a connection um, with a prospective employer or, or heck, just a friend uh, at these shows. You know, you can connect with a lot of awesome people and, you know, you may not get a work connection out of it, but you may have a, you know, a lifelong friend that come out of this kind of stuff too. So, um, you know, I, I, it doesn't have to always be business related, but I think it's important that, um, you know, the, the face-to-face connection that I, is by far the most meaningful, uh, at least, at least for me, I, I, I love to be able to meet people and, and, and share what I do and, um, you know, connect and, and, and on that kind of a level. But, um, but yeah, I do, I do honestly agree uh, with you that it, it does seem that a, a lot of, uh, you know, the younger audience is more social media um, uh, focused um, than going to conventions. Um, but it's okay, you know. It's not. It's not like a, a a deal breaker if you ever you never go to a convention. You just do social media. It's it's not. Uh, but uh, I just think it's you get that extra level up when you uh, you know meet these people face to face. So you know, definitely. Cool. That's that's great. That's great. Great answer. Um, so we'll we'll sort of circle around because, like I said, there's a lot of things. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I can't hit on everything for this podcast, but of course. We'll, we'll circle around, um, like I said, because I'm, I'm a huge He-Man fan, Masters of the Universe. Yep. And yep. so how how did you get in? Like, what was, you know, like I said, and, I, and when I initially saw a, a lot of your artwork, uh, if you get a chance, I'll, I'll put his uh, Instagram uh, handle in his uh, in this episode and check check out a, a lot of his work. Um, he's done um, a, a lot of um, illustrations, posters for Masters of the Universe, beautiful work. Um, I'm huge on the colors, colors are beautiful. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But how, how did you even get connected with that? Um, yeah, um, well, there, there is one piece right up there, if you can see it, it's a, a snake mountain up there. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, there, uh, I, there was a portfolio review uh, that was online um, through MV Creations. Uh, the uh, I believe it was John Boy Myers who had posted it on their site that they were looking for artists and colorists and inkers to join their team. Uh, and that was one of those instances where I could not go over to the East Coast to go meet with these people. So I was like, well, I'm going to send my portfolio and see what happens. So uh, they were like, yeah, uh, John Boy reached out, I think within like a day or two. And it was just like, would you be interested in doing a, a test piece for us? And at the time, it was it was Dragon's Layer at the time. That was the first one I worked on with him. So I did like my 
my variation of what Don Bluth's animation coloring style would be um, with the like the cell shaded rendering backgrounds and this, uh, you know, cell, cell characters of painted background kind of look or animation look in general. Um, so I did that. And like after that first week of doing that test, they had hired me to, to take the whole run of Dragon's Lair. Um, and then I was doing covers for like that and Space Ace. And um, and then they're and then they're like you know they, they, they just uh, acquired the license to Masters of the Universe, so I was like uh yeah so I want to work on that uh, <laughs> so uh, so they're like all right well what, what do you want to work on I'm like well uh, all of it so <laughs> uh, so uh, they had me on like mainline uh, Masters of the Universe then I moved over to Icons of Evil Merman uh, Rise of the Snake Man with John Boy himself. Um, and then, yeah, various other things. And then PowerCon started shortly, well, not shortly, a few years after that is when PowerCon started. So they're like, would I be interested in coming out to PowerCon? It's, you know, it's in California. I'm like, well, of course, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm an hour south of you guys. So I, I'm coming. Uh, so they're like, well, bring some new pieces and, you know, and, and let's get some promotion started. So I started doing a whole bunch of just He-Man posters uh, since I was no longer on the comics anymore at that point. Um, and I was like, all right, well, let me, so I doing that. So I'd gone to every single PowerCon uh, at that point um, until they moved over to uh, to Midwest, uh, where they're at. Or well, the past last year, this year they're out there Midwest, and I think they're probably going to stay out that way, uh, which is cool. But I, hopefully one day I'll be able to make it out that out back out towards Ohio and uh, do that show again. Uh, but every single show when it was here in California, over in Torrance. Um, I was at that thing, you know, you know doing new art, new posters, uh, new promotional material, uh, like that piece up there. And there's two others. There's a Castle Grayskull and a Crystal Castle um, for She-Ra I had done for them. They're actually like 10 foot by 12 foot photo backdrops. Um, so those things are freaking huge. Um, my machine uh, definitely reminded me of that. Um, but <laughs> it's, uh, it took forever to paint those things. But, uh, you know, I, I love... I love Masters Universe, you know, you, you and I both grew up with that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, to, to be a part of what, what, yeah, I picked up them toys and I would go to Toys R Us and just look at the box art. I was like, man, this stuff was so good. Um, and yeah, that's what, that's what me was the box art. <laughs> yeah. I was like this, oh man, look at this. So it was, you know, awesome fantasy art. And I'm like, this is nuts. So I got to figure out how to do this stuff. So I do my own drawings of He-Man fighting, you know, every, every villain and, and, have have my uh, stratos fighting people and yeah you know, all that. so it was <laughs> yeah so I was definitely uh you know doing comic books as a kid <laughs> so um you know so it was that's what that's what started it was um that uh talent reach out for, that they had at NB Creations and you know lucked out got to be be a part of all those books that they, those guys are doing even some stuff that didn't come out um you know I wish I could talk about that but unfortunately I won't be able to mention those books but um yeah I mean it was cool to to, to color. And yeah, you know, work on all those all those comics for you know He-Man and uh, uh, Snake Man and Merman and you know all these crazy things that I grew up loving in the '80s. You know, I was sitting there working on them, so like it was again, it was nuts. Uh, I couldn't believe that I could be a part of all that stuff. Um, you know, and to share what I would do uh, with so with so many people. You know, they they looked out for me in a, in a great way, and it led to so many opportunities on being on these on these awesome licensed projects. And and you know, that's it. Really helped my career and, and to, to, and to advance what I would do, uh, which led me into like, you know, um, World of Warcraft. So, you know, you know, working at Wildstorm in DC at the time, uh, still freelancing, that's when they reached out and that's what whole, that, that just went nuts. Um, and, you know, Ludo uh, and I were 
floored um, at the response that that book got. I mean, that that literally changed our lives forever. <laughs> the, the, amount, the amount that book sold, I was like, uh, what? So, um, you know, so he and I were, I mean, he's in France. I've never met him, um, you know, and we hadn't worked together for, for years, but, you know, to, to he and I were doing, you know, a, a, a fully painted book in a month. Uh, and and it, it was nuts to the amount of hours that he and I did, but the response was incredible. Um, and the fans definitely showed up for us and, and, uh, yeah, he and I were, you know, grateful for forever for that support, um, you know, because that 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 literally changed the, the the game for what we both did as artists. And, um, you know, and it literally helped me to to continue to push what I do in, in other areas because it just gave me so much freedom to go nuts on other projects. So, um, you know, so it was awesome to get that initial, you know, opportunity with those guys to 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 it literally change what I would do um, as a comic book artist and colorist. Uh, you know, working with MV Creations. So, um, you know, huge shouts out to those guys. I know we're, they're not really doing the books anymore, but, um, you know, I still see them when I can at conventions and always in contact. And in fact, there's a piece I'm working on with uh, a He-Man piece for this year's PowerCon. I can't wait to share, um, but I won't be there. It'll be for Matt Tyree. So uh, yeah, everyone support him at his booth. Uh, and I'll be posting the, uh, that's a, so it's a huge image with like two trillion characters on it. So um, I'm like, all right. It's like almost every single villain hero on two separate uh, posters. So uh, I've been working on it for uh, forever. Uh, <laughs> it's on week two right now. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I promise I haven't done uh, by, by this show. But yeah, this one is, it's a beast. Um, but I, I can't wait for people to see it. So definitely be keeping an eye, and an eye out on both of our, our pages. I'll make sure to link in when I post it so you guys can, uh, everyone can check out his work too. Oh, sounds good. Sounds good. That's yeah. That's that's awesome. I, yeah, I can't wait to see that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So, so right now, I mean, what as far as what I, and I know you're you're constantly working on on different projects. Um, what what fuels you? You know, daily. You know, when you're you know working on you know just concept for you know concepts for art, or maybe you're working on video games or some other project, or even your your music. Um, you know what what things sort of uh, you know what things inspire you. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's a little bit of everything. I try to look at it as much as I can. I, I love to be able to be versatile um, and trying different things and working in different areas and mediums. Um, so I think it's important for me to, to just reference a lot um, and look at a lot of the stuff that's out there, you know, even regardless of if it's something that's high, high end on the technology side, like, you know, AR, VR, AI. Um, kind of stuff, or even just, you know, going back to touching base on fundamental stuff that I would do in, in school. Um, you know, I try to, I try to touch base across that wide spectrum of creativity, because it's, it's, it's important to always to get better at this stuff. Um, you know, I like to look at artists of, of, from all, from all fields, really. So whether it's, you know, young artists that are getting into the field now, seeing what they do with their art, um, seasoned, you know, veterans who have been at this stuff longer than I have, you know, I try to um, learn from them uh, and see what they're doing to push the envelope and figure out ways that I can also have a, a, a voice in that space too. And, um, you know, to be able to share what I can do in that area. I mean, I, I think it's important to be, I mean, literally, I'll do comic books one day and then some crazy, you know, surrealistic art or, you know, you know, very dark or, uh, you know, uh, sci-fi very heavily influenced painted art and you know it's it's my style keeps try, I try to evolve my work as much as I can 
Uh, I don't want to have the same look every single time. You know, that's <laughs> you know, I think it's good for a brand if you want to have a branding look and you, that's your look and people can know that's your look. Um, but for me, um, yeah, I like to be versatile and have a little bit to a little bit more to offer uh, than just this is the Tony Washington style. That's all you're going to get, and I'm not changing nothing. <laughs> so I, I like to I, I like to be able to you know if, if anyone's interested in checking out the work, it's you know you'll you'll definitely see the link. Um, but it's just at Tony Washington Art. Um, but you'll it's important to uh, for me to try to branch out and try just new things and see what else I can kind of experiment with and learn. Uh, create new workflows, um, test what I do with my current workflow and see if I can make it more efficient. Um, you know, so it's always about fine tuning and refinement, you know, for me and, and finding out ways to, to add another layer of, of, you know, more to what I do and, and, you know, building up, uh, you know, building up what I do as a creative. I mean, it's, it's, it's never ending, you know, but um, I think it, the challenge of finding out what else I can do is what keeps me inspired and, and keeps me excited um, to keep pushing stuff, it could be something little as color palettes, you know, to ch change what I do in, in color or how I would handle lighting in a piece, just change up what I do in that um, or textures or, or, you know, incorporate like, uh, you know, or, you know, like scanned or you know, textures from, from actual life and incorporate that into my work as a brush or you know, an overlay in my work. Um, it's a lot of stuff I do on my, on my print site um, is try to come up with mixed media stuff a lot. Um, that way I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't want to get stagnant because I'll start to get bored and, and, uh, you know, and not, uh, uh, very inspired by it. So, you know, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of just resting on it. I just want to, you know, like, you know, if it's not working, I'm gonna figure out another way to make it work and, and find another area and, and keep, and keep, you know, again, leveling up and all this stuff. So, uh, it's super important to continue to just, um, you know, be inspired by everything. You know, it's just so much, so much content that we could take in now, you know, at, at, at the time I had, you know, growing up and learning and stuff, I if I was lucky, if I got, I went to a comic book store and got something, or or went to a Tower Records when those were around, um, and go buy magazines on different kinds of photography. And I, I still have all those books at, at, at my house, and um, you know, and practice with what I can see. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to draw like that, and see how that person is doing that style, and figure it out for myself. You know, I mean, that was our old school AI is us trying to copy stuff. So. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> a short story, I actually, my, my first like foray into actually like, I, I knew I wanted to be like a serious, um, you know, artist was like way back in like, had to be like second grade. And I had a, I had like a He-Man, I was huge on He-Man and I had some kind of a He-Man book and my, uh, my uncle, you know, uh, he, he had passed away, but awesome artist. And I, I got one of the He-Man books and I was like, okay, I'm a, you know, I, I'm just going to trace it. I'm just going to, you know, trace the art and then give it to him and, and at like, hey, I did this. Yeah, check it out. Um, and he automatically, he was like, okay, I can tell you trace this. Uh, line, <laughs> line, line. And, um, but he did tell me, he was like, look, I want you just to, you know, study the image. Don't even draw anything. Just study the image and just work line by line until yeah. you get, you know, the whole, you know, the whole piece. And, that I, I pretty much just took that to heart and I sit there and look yeah. and just start working on just drawing one line and just kept working from there. And soon enough, I mean, it wasn't like as clean as my, tr my tracing, but it was, <laughs> it was a start. And I knew like after that, I just like, I just kept going. And yeah. um, so, uh, and even now, like I said, I'm still doing a lot of, uh, you know, digital illustration. I'm more into the design and branding, um, yep. but I still, I, I'm still doing, you know, design and 
illustration. I actually got one of my shirts on right now. Yeah, I was seeing that, man. That um, shirt's dope. I saw that when we first came. I was like, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's just one of those where I, you know, I'm still trying to, uh, you know, evolve as a as a uh, creative and. And um, yeah, I'm always, like I said, I'm always wanting to explore different, different options as well, but it's always cool to sort of like, that was like my first foray uh, into, you know, actual, you know, me wanting to be an artist was having that He-Man book and like, yep. you know, and I, and I know that the character I drew too was, was a uh, faker. Uh, <laughs> I tried to- that was my first character. And, uh, okay, okay. So uh, yeah, I traced. I tried to trace a faker. So that was, um, but um, yeah, that was my you know my journey into into art. So it's pretty pretty cool. So going sort ah, that's of good, man. circle there. Um, yeah. But um, right now, I mean, what what are some creative tips you know for our audience? Yeah. Um, as far as tips, I mean, I think it's important to get exposure to whatever you have the means for. It does not have to be. The craziest, you know, software in the world. You don't have to to, to jump out the gate uh, into some of the create, you know, the super high end stuff that's out. I mean, you can if you have access to an iPad or heck a phone, you can use you know like stuff like Procreate um, and or you know and just use their. If you only have a phone, you can use Procreate with their touch um, option where you can just paint with your finger on a phone. You can use Procreate on an iPad. That's a great introduction. And to getting into what I do um, in Photoshop and in Clip Studio, um, Affinity Designer is some great software as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I my main my main two software packages are Adobe is primarily what I do for all painting, um, and some line art. Um, Clip Studio for for line art, um, Procreate I take that with me everywhere. Any anytime I'm not you know at home, I'll just take the iPad and I'll sketch in Procreate. Um, or uh, honestly, if it's just, if you don't have means for at all for anything digital, I think it's important just to grab some Bristol board. You can get that at any art store, or if you got Amazon, order some Bristol Strathmore Bristol board and some pencils. Um, you know, I personally use a two H, um, you know, a 0.5 uh, mechanical pencil for all my stuff, and some Pentel uh, paint paint pens. That's what I use. Um, very you know, very easy to get access to um, to get your start. Um, as far as like, gosh, there's so many different things. Um, there for like uh, to learn how to do uh, color theory and things like that. There's sites like Coolers. Uh, it's it's not colors. I think it's like a couple of O's and the L E R S something like that. You can definitely Google that. Um, yeah, if you know, if I can figure it out, you know, I'll I'll make sure to get that to you so you can add that to your notes. Um, but um, that's a great way of just learning how to do quick color theory. Um, Lighting, I, I study everything. I try to look at movies like The Third Man. That was a classic for black and white uh, a movie. How he did light, how they did lighting in that film. The uh, art director on Turtles, um, uh, Simon Merton, made the entire team watch that movie end to end, back to back, multiple times, so we can kind of get an idea of what we're going to do on that on the turtle film. Because he was like, that was the direction, so we all had to learn it. And I'm like, all right, I mean, we watch this, and I'm like, holy cow, this movie's good. So. Um, so I definitely recommend checking out as many uh, things that can inspire you from movies to games, to comics. Um, I do think if you're if you're interested in getting into like stuff that was related to figures, if you have access to to drawing and classes like for figure art, uh, I think that's extremely important to kind of get the fundamentals of the anatomy down. Um, yeah, I definitely took those types of classes while I was in college and um, and uh, in high school. I would try to take 
um, figure out classes or, or, you know, before I could afford to do that, I grab magazines and just try to draw the form um, and figure out ways to, to, to get a style around that. Um, and then, um, yeah, I mean, I think I was so many great avenues now with YouTube and, and, you know, whatever social media platform you use, it's kind of endless for how much you can kind of have access to, which is kind of finding out the ones that the artists that you'd like to follow in their journey and that give you the most inspiration. I think, you know, look at them and then maybe every once in a while, bring in a couple others to help level up some what you do as an artist, because it's good to have exposure to a variety of art. Uh, you never know what, what might, you know, uh, you know, spark inspiration for, for what you do as a creative. So uh, I tend to try to look at, you know, a variety of art from all ages and all, all techniques. Um, if I can, when I, when I can, um, it, it just keeps, it keeps that excitement, you know, going because I, I always, you know, I love watching what so many artists do around the world and, you know, to, to, you know, I'm lucky to be a part of it, you know, but it's, uh, I want to stay a part of it. So I want to get better and show and show um, that I've got growth as well um, in this field too. So I think it, all those are important, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's most important thing is to have fun at it. Um, there's, there's, uh, no greater joy than to be able to roll out of bed and grab a bowl of uh, frosted flakes and get to work. So. That's a good so. day. That's a, that's a good day. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I mean, that, that was, I knew, I knew I was doing the right thing when I was able to do that. And, you know, my commute was from my bed to my office. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, now, now I'm in, I have an office here in, in downtown, which is awesome, but you know, I, I don't get to really roll out of bed anymore and do that. <laughs> But when I'm working home late at night, uh, you know, um, I'll definitely, you know, we'll still have a bowl of cereal late at night. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, so it, it's cool. You know, I, I love, I love what I do, and 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 um, I know how hard it is to get into this field. So I don't ever want any anyone to get discouraged um, if it does not happen right away. I mean, for me, it took, you know, honestly, four years of nonstop work. Um, I wasn't getting paid to do my portfolio, you know. So I, I just, I knew I wanted to do this for a living. Um, so I knew that it was going to take a lot of hard work and, you know, growing up, my mom and dad were, you know, we're, we're both creatives. My dad had a scholarship to a college in Michigan and, but he had to turn that down because I was on the way. <laughs> so he ended up uh, making the sacrifice and joining the Navy and had a legendary career, uh, in the Navy. Um, and I, I, I found his artwork, gosh, I found his artwork when I was in my teens, I found a, a, a chest in our storage of just piles of his artwork. And I'm like, what is this? And my mom broke it down for me. I'm like, oh man. So I was like, oh, I was like, I need to, this is it. And I saw, you know, I told my dad that I was going to take, you know, carry the torch and, and make artists a career and, 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 you know, you know, finish what he, what he left off at. And, um, you know, as a, as a thank you to him and my mom for their sacrifice for my brother, sister and I. So it was, and, you know, it was crazy to see what he had done back at that time. And, uh, you know, fast forward just a couple of years ago, he, well, you know, he retired in February, finally. Um, and, um, you know, it, but I was able to get him to get back to drawing again, um, you know, just this year. So he's he got the literal same art setup that I have over here in the corner of my office. And he and I are drawing art together and we re released our own first print together. Um, oh, just so it was you know, fast forward, you know, it was an emotional day when he and I got to release our art and, you know, definitely some, some tears in there and some hugs and, um, you know, but to be able to to share that opportunity with with my pops was nuts. Uh, I, I've never had that kind of emotion um, to see it go full circle like that, um, you know, 30, almost 30 years later um, as a professional and 
being able to work on a piece of my own dad, uh, you know, that was huge. So for, for he and I to be able to do that together and him now he's drawing and going to town, like he never, you know, never missed a step, you know, so I'm so proud and happy that my dad is doing art again and, and uh, creating. So, you know, it's in all facets of, you know, in, in, in of my life. Um, and, you know, that's, it makes it who I am. Um, you know, so it's important that anyone who loses touch or loses hope in trying to get into this stuff to, I, I've always said, don't give up. You know, it, it happens for all of us at a different time. Um, there is no date that you're going to be a professional at this age. And that's when, that's when you're going to be able to consider yourself a professional. I don't ever like that kind of uh, attitude with it. Um, I, I just, I just think working hard just pays off at the end of the day. It doesn't, it doesn't have to have a street date for you to make you, to validate you. Um, I think it's important to um, just know that you, this is what you want to do and this is your passion and to never stop and rest on it until, until you're able to start making a living at it. You know, and that's to, to me, that's when it starts to change and you're able to make that transition into doing this as a career now. So it's important um, to recognize, you know, the hard work, no question. Um, and to to reward yourself even on small victories it doesn't matter you know it, it it doesn't you don't have to sell two billion books to say you're a success you know you could have you know one print sold at a convention and and that's a success because you you connected with someone who who, lo who loves your work um you know so it doesn't it, every victory that you have as a, as a professional i think is important to cherish and um and to respect that that's part of your journey and to always know that um, you know, there's going to be a roller coaster in this field. There, there's never been a year where I've made the same amount of money. I'll say that, you yes. know, it's it's been different every year. There's been years I've made more, years I've made less. Um, but but I but the fact that I can still make money at this knows I, I'm doing the right thing. I can continue to still do it, and um, you know, just get better at it. That's the you know, at the end of the day, like I said, it's just having fun uh, and and recognize those hurdles always in life but you know I have this I have art to fall back on that's kind of my therapy and 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 my music to fall back on as well which is you know why I'm trying to gear all this stuff up for for comic-con this year just dropping all kind of new stuff for everybody so you know I can't wait for it that's great that's great um so before we sign off I mean you know yeah. what what are some some ending words of wisdom you know for our audience you know something that may you know resonate with their hearts and minds and spirits Sure. I, I mean, for me, it it has to it has to fall back on what I said a little bit earlier is is to um, you know never be complacent with your art. Always journey. Always try to figure out ways to to you know grow what you do as a creative. This this field can lead you into so many different worlds that you would never even imagine if you just try. Um, I I I do I do think it's important to never never rest. Always learn to get better at what you do. Um, and I, I like, you know, echo what I said a minute ago. And the most important is to have fun at this stuff because this is, yeah, we can't take for granted what, what the opportunities that we get in life because we don't know always when the next one's going to be. Um, so it's important to cherish every opportunity and learn from what every opportunity that you get and add that to your, add that to your roster of knowledge of what you can do to become better as an artist, better as a creative, uh, and happier as in general as a person. Um, you know, and that's, you know, I've, I've, I've lived on that for years. Um, and, uh, you know, thank everyone that supported you because without support this, I literally not be here with you right now, if you didn't support me at PowerCon. Um, so <laughs> I mean, to, to make it super real that that's literally why I'm here today is because you supported what I do 
as a creative at a convention and we were able to share and 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 connect on this platform together so you know i i appreciate that and thank you and everyone who supported me in my career i mean without that i i i know i wouldn't be able to do this as a profession so you know as it means everything to me that's great, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's some some great words of wisdom, man. I think that's something for for all my aspiring, you know, creators or even entrepreneurs too. You know, uh, they they need to hear that. Know that, um, you know, it, it it takes steps. You know, we sometimes I I think sometimes we get so enamored with you know just amazing you know artists like yourself and you know we we get on Instagram or or Facebook we're like wow. I was like, how come I'm not doing that right now? I was like, well, you don't understand. <laughs> 30 plus years it took to get to, <laughs> to that point. Um, yeah, it's a journey, man. <laughs> um, and I, I think a lot, a lot of them just, they, they don't realize that like they want it now. Like I want, I want to be this right now. And no, yeah. you have to go through the steps and that's, that's you do. Um, so um, how can, you know what, so how can people uh, reach out to you uh, if they're interested in buying uh, prints? Um, oh, sure. Sort of interested in what you're doing with, with, everything in your whole creative ecosystem um you know what's the best way to get in touch with you yeah i mean always you know my instagram is just at tony washington art um if you're per- interested in buying my prints it's just tonywashingtonart.com and i actually put a, a code up there for all of your all of your listeners and uh all your viewers if you just use cb20 you get uh 20 off of um anything on my site um going forward it's sites the the, the code will be permanent so um, and it's, you know, any, anyone who's watching it, you know, a year from now, two years from now and sees it, that code is still active. So it's just CB20. Um, and then, uh, you know, if you have any issues with that, just re- reach out to me. My contact is on that site. Uh, my music can be found on all streaming platforms. It's just under station stories. Um, there is a link on my main site or it's just stationstories.com. Um, yeah, I mean, those are the main ones I'm active on. I mean, I've got a Twitter I'm bad at that. I'm not gonna lie. So I I I don't use it that much. <laughs> but Instagram and my main site, um, those are the ones I'm super active on. So um, you know, got prints dropping. I have a new print dropping on Friday and another print dropping at the end of the month. And then a whole bunch of stuff is dropping at Comic Con, <laughs> so, uh, including my new album. So that'll be out uh, that week of Comic Con. So uh, Saddle Five, it's a uh, part of the whole crazy sci-fi stuff I do under station stories. So um, it'll be out right around Comic-Con. So keep an eye out for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the, the main, the main ways to contact me, or if you want to directly email me, it's just um, Tony at Tony Washington art.com. Uh, and, uh, you know, definitely do my best to respond within, within, you know, within hours if I can to make sure, uh, you know, get back in contact with everyone. So those are the main ones. All right. Hey, that, that's great. Um, so you heard it CB20 to get a discount uh, on your website for yep. okay cool um yeah I, i'll put that out so that's that's great um if you get a chance like i said uh please support everything he's doing at tonywashingtonart.com um he's got some awesome stuff i've i've checked out his youtube page uh i mean the the process the tutorials is is awesome um and i, I still like i said i still find myself even me creating i still find myself going to artists like tony and others and still learning and and wanting to get better and that's the that's the only thing you can do is get better as a creator um, and constantly uh, practice. And, and at the same time, too, you know, uh, teach that to, to, to others, too. Uh, I really feel like the more that you teach, you actually become a better uh, creator um, in that aspect. But um, on that, if, if, if you want to support this episode, support the show, um, 
different ways you can do it. Go to uh, www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash the creative brew. And for the price of a cup of coffee, you know, you can support this episode and, and as well as future episodes. And this, uh, this will drop on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and full video show will be on my YouTube page at Quantel Langford. So um, on that, hey, this has been another great episode with Tony, with me, and this is the Creative Brew. Be creative, stay inspired. Smiles and frowns, they will tell you, settle down, stay on the ground.